Shut up, Jim. I'm in the recording chair. Bit of a grand title for a bit of charity shop cast off, isn't it? Yes, it is. But it's the chair that we record in. Hey, squadron. Hope this finds everybody well. Welcome to episode nine. Uh, this is lots of fun. We're, we're nearly at episode 10. Are we going to make it to 10? Oh, so exciting for some of us. Um, for the other people that haven't discovered, we have, we have managed nine episodes of this thing that we do, uh, which is very basic, but fun. Anyway, today we have a chat to, uh, a guy called Andrew, who's, uh, who's based down in Cornwall. Um, he is the founder of surferdad.co.uk, which is a really cool blog that you should definitely check out. Not right now, listen to this, but afterwards, check out surferdad.co.uk. Um, it's a really cool blog, um, and it's for people who you know have had who have just had kids essentially and uh, it's not just for dads it's for mums as well it's just that he is a surfer dad uh, so check it out because it is quite fun and um, yeah I think that resonates with a lot of us anyway what do we talk about today uh, the highwayman in we talk about lots of stuff going on in Cornwall um, and oh yeah what am I telling you just listen right see you in a bit Introducing Andrew, who is the uh, founder and uh, brains behind surferdad.co.uk, which is a blog um, that uh, is about um, Andrew and many other people like him who are surfer dads and mums. Um, so is that a fair introduction, Andrew? Is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, it was a blog born out of... Uh frustration when i first had my kid and couldn't go surfing much and all those dark nights where you just think oh god i miss surfing and then yeah. decided to share my frustrations online and then uh, channeled it to a positive uh thing in trying to help others in my situation <laughs> given that all my mates were having kids at the same time and that sort of thing and yeah share some uh experiences if not uh, helpful advice <laughs> well we enjoyed reading loads of it in fairness it's, there's a lot yeah. in there that uh that you know, it, well, it resonates with uh, anybody that is a parent of of younger children, if you like, and um, and uh, you know, um, sort of just uh, trying to get that wave, just just an hour for a wave, you know, when you when you've had your just even seeing them from the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. So that's a, another torture: teaching your kids to surf and then hanging around on the inside and seeing the waves breaking yeah, outside. You yeah, can't yeah. just paddle out and leave them. <laughs> Good, you'd just be judged. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. There's lifeguards, it's all right. Yeah. So, the premise behind Perfect Sessions is a dream session. So, it doesn't have to be anything that's ever happened. It could be a perfect storm of circumstances or it could be a memory. Either way, we want details. But first, beers, Jim. What do we got? Uh, we have. Saltair Blonde, light and refreshing. Oh, Saltair Blonde. Or uh, a favourite in this part of the world, the old uh, Otter. Otter, fr- uh, Otter Bright. Otter Bright. And they're quite low percentage, aren't they? 
Do, do you plan on getting smashed, do you? Well, like, they're good working beers. Yeah, yeah dr- well, driving beers. Not, no, not driving <laughs> Anything beers. Anything under How 5%. Times? You can't yeah. do driving beers. You can drive home on, can't you? No, we're definitely, nobody's driving anywhere. Seven in Devon. Mm. Um, <laughs> are you joining us, Andrew? I am. I've got my uh, posh glass of beer. Very Let's nice. See. What are you drinking? I would like to tell you it's like one of these newfangled local 8% you know, IPAs. It's Blue Stripe Tesco Lager, isn't it? You've got Blue Stripe, haven't you? It's Bavaria. No, no alcohol beer because I've got to drive later. Uh, for, well, look, we'll but edit that out. We'll edit if that you put out. it in a fancy uh, glass, <laughs> it feels like a beer. And um, yeah, it almost tastes like one. Oh, get on. Get on. Right, what are you going for first? Then, I'm going to try this salt air thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going yeah. salt air. Let's do that. I think your otter's a good choice as well. Yeah, it's a good partial to a bit brewery, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad yeah. at all, to be fair. Oh, okay. cheers. Thank you, Andre. Let's have a go. Oh, it is light and refreshing. It says it on the, the label, but it's not... Loving uh, your guys' lying. style as well, straight from the bottle, no messing about. Yeah, for sure. I would anyway. torpedo it, but I keep getting told I've got to make it last for the length of the podcast. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> Um. Anyway, cheers, Andrew. Thank you for doing cheers, this. Cheers, chaps. Oh, Next time we'll have to be uh, in the pub, eh? Yeah, for sure. After a wave, after we've gone mm. for a, with you know a session, but no, um, we're planning. In fairness, if we get any money whatsoever for this um, thing that we do, uh, we're planning. What would be fun would be to do like a se- season two where we actually take you on your perfect session and film it and do it as a bit of a vlog thing, you know. Oh, in which case, I'm going to change my perfect session. It's going to be a brawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have said that first. Should we? Yeah. On the north yeah. coast of Maui. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Right, where are you taking us? Where? What's the surf spot? Remember not to give away any secret spots, please, Andrew. Absolutely. So I'm keeping it somewhere local. I'll, I'll narrow it down to the north coast of Cornwall. Bet. Um Nice and precise. slightly off the beaten track. Uh, it takes a bit of walking, so you don't just roll out of the car. Um, lots of cliffs and walks and dodgy paths down cliffs involved, that sort of stuff. Nice. Um, whilst I've been lucky enough to travel around to all these wonderful places in the world, um, there's nothing that beats your home break on a good day. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where my dream surf spot will always be. Nice. And so what are we talking a particular time of the year i mean what are the what are the conditions doing it's gonna it's gonna be sort of uh what they call shoulder season isn't it down these tourist parts um not higher summer but you know uh, springtime like now or ideally sort of september october time because then the you, you've got your summer suit on yeah sea temperature that is the perfect time and yeah. i love exactly yeah and by so then, the con- people have gone home yeah exactly well, yeah no. ideally ideally but they, they <laughs> like to drag it out these days don't they but um yeah so you're talking sort of warm offshores head high ideally a bit of a barrel just to try and oh, oh you are living on the edge well you, you gotta dream big haven't you that's so true. <laughs> that's true but it would also be that at the end of that i love those sunset sh- sessions where you know the s- sunlight sort of fills the spray of the waves off the back and as you're sort of paddling up the face of it it's like a you know cathedral window and all that sort of stuff and as the sun's setting all the, like the sky is like a artwork isn't it it's just amazing and changes yeah. we've gone bbc Possibly. Paul poetry corner again <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, you went to the sort of start talking about the moon and the stars, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there is that sort of twilight time that's just magical anyway. And yeah. always yeah. Uh, chills me out. And uh, yeah, it just makes you happy to be alive, really. So, I mean, in that sort of sense, I mean, are you, are you looking at, you know, riding something a bit bigger? What sort of board are you riding? See, I'm pretty old school when it comes to boards. I've got two boards, a short board and a long board. <laughs> and my preferred board is the short board. So that's my easy choice, really. I hate having to make all decisions. I've got mates with like garages full of boards. I mean, they could take a day deciding what board they're going to take to the beach. And then they take three or four to the beach and then they faff about in the car park. Sort of say, oh, right, which one to go? And then it's never the right board when you get out there. It's like, oh, I should have brought out my flump fish cookie, whatever it is you've got. I know. Either that board, or that's just their excuse for having a poor day, isn't it? Well, oh, quite okay. frankly, they reap what you sow, don't you? But um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my, it'll be my short board. And uh, for like the last 20 years, I've uh, had all my boards shaped by the local chap adrian phillips at fluid juice he you know nice. and why would you do it any other way yeah. this whole off the peg buy a brand ball that's been shaped for a pro surfer that uh, you know for does barrels and indo <laughs> my local break in cornwall doesn't work like that and i don't surf like a pro surfer so uh get something shaped for yourself and uh, you'll enjoy it more i reckon yeah, yeah. no you know local we're... shapers you know yeah. we're behind that absolutely you know uh, local shapers tailored board for similar money as well that's the thing you know it really is think, yeah yeah people think and it's, it's going back into the local economy you're supporting exactly. that, that. It's, it is an artist isn't it shaping boards and it's just it's a beautiful thing and yeah. uh like a lot of trades and craftsmanship it will be lost if we don't uh, continue to go down those lines we've gone ready for <laughs> <laughs> well, this is crap. aging surface it's yeah. not radio one yeah, yeah it's true it's, it's, true. it's, it's true. true are we aiming for a, a radio four s slot eventually then are we trying to get like a whatever pays the bills just mate. before the shipping forecast yeah, we'll, we'll, you can do that sort of uh that second interview you know like after show kind of thing with a bunch of kids and say in it and like a lot and if you if you want <laughs> i'd be asked for that <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stick on the arches after this. Ah, uh, nice, nice. <laughs> Our main reason behind like supporting um, UK shapers, you know, making sort of tailored boards for you is is really to keep them out of the water because they're the best surfers out there. You know, they know <laughs> they know the stuff, and and they the take busier it, they are. Yeah, <laughs> the busier they are, they they stay out of the water. So so if we can if we can you know fund keeping them in the workshop, you know, maybe we'll let them out like at designated sort of times. Because they've got to still, you know, go and ride some of these waves and test out their their new creations, but um, but predominantly, let's try and keep them out of the sea. I like it. it. What it, we're going to do about all their sponsored surfers that you know they give freebie boards to? Yeah, mm. shit. Well, in fairness, um, you know, they're going to need to test some of these things elsewhere, aren't they? So out of the UK, you know, because they can't just be like one trick UK, you know, shape of ponies. You know. yeah. This is a really convoluted, expensive plan just to keep a couple of people out of the water. Well, you know, like commission a board. Yeah, but it's worth but, it if you catch more waves. But exactly, exactly. <laughs> if we keep them at the sea, they are—they're not catching your waves or looking right. better than you on your waves. You know, oh, the, the uh, worst thing is when you get a board shaped by a shaper that you know, and then and you're struggling to to really, you know. Give it, give it what it's worth on that side, and then, and then they're out on the same board essentially that they shape, and they're just doing everything. Yeah, they're doing everything that you can't, <laughs> you know. So 
So fuck them. I say just let's keep them in there, uh, you know, as much money as they as we can get them so that um, so that we keep them out of the sea. Right. So what's the era? We thought we're riding a fluid juice north um, uh, coast of Cornwall. Um, so what era are we talking? Well, I am known as being a bit careful with money so it'll probably be using the same board but 20 years head so in 20 years time wow. <laughs> i'll make my boards last man yeah, yeah. <laughs> now i don't think i might have one new one by then but yeah sort of 2040 something you know in retirement oh man that's where i'm going everybody's what gone backwards you've gone no forward. i'm going forwards because if i'm still surfing after i've retired uh and hopefully beyond um I'll be a happy man. So mm -hmm. this is all about dream surf, right? Yeah, so, you're bang right? on. You're bang on. Um, That's absolutely fantastic. What a good answer. Yeah. And well, I was inspired by that chap we uh, briefly discussed before, that Dave Rearwin chap who wrote that book about his adventures of a journeyman surfer. And he's 83, I think, and still right. surfing. So mm. if he can do it, it's, it's my challenge to do the same. I noticed you reviewed um, How to Read Water by uh, Tristan Gooley as well. Yes, that's, yeah. yeah. That's a good book. That's uh, There's some interesting stuff in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to just go for a walk with it and kind of uh, try it really and put, is. to practice a bit as well. Is that I, was, like, I was trying to teach my daughter some of the tips out of there, like um, looking at the tops of trees and seeing which direction they go. Because I said, okay, which way's north? We're sort of just staring out at the sea and all the rest of it. And she he would have thought that's enough giveaway, but she ain't too clever. Um, but <laughs> she, said, she was looking at the tops of trees. I said, look, you know, predominant wind, southwesterly, so you know that this, that, and the other. No interest whatsoever. <laughs> you got to try, haven't you? It will come. It will come. Yeah. Just oh, keep leaving it. the book around. She'll pick it up eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. Well, no, I'm going to keep that in. And it, that's going to explain why you're so grumpy. Right. Um, so, um, Fuck you, Al. <laughs> so, so we're saying 2040. So, it, so you you'll be comfortably retired. That's your aim, then. 2040 is uh... yeah, mid 60s. So I'll be with them. Good on. So, yeah, Good with on. a bit of luck, I'll be retired. But that's probably hopelessly optimistic. But we <laughs> shall see. <laughs> no, it sounds great. I think that's a good idea. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering what the future holds for surf tech. You know, because. Um, at the minute, I think there's a lot of sort of wearables and things along those sort of lines, isn't there? You know, to, creeping in. Uh, to, to really sort of put that in. So what, what does the, the future hold for, for sort of surf tech, it, you know, in terms of boards and hardware and things along those sort of lines? It hasn't progressed much in the last 20 years. No. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they make more shapes and they make them with machines nowadays. This basically means that they can just sell more. The actual board itself, other than materials and the odd channel here and an extra fin there hasn't really changed that much as it since uh yeah for seven but i guess all the like some of the safety equipment uh some of the tracking apps and stuff all that's kind of uh yeah i'm not going to need much safety equipment i don't think other than maybe a uh <laughs> i don't know first aid kit <laughs> i ain't going to need no uh inflatable vest for riding big waves or anything like that i think uh well on bland that ship sailed uh, yeah just yeah, a pair yeah. of armbands <laughs> well, a rubber ring because then it'll provide cushioning for my uh sore chest and stuff as well as I get older yeah <laughs> yeah no all right well, what's the other a pile a pile pillow yeah, yeah, know, yeah just yeah. in case yeah. just in case but... that's what you're saying now yes now. I am yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah who are you with who are you taking with you 
my daughter. Oh. So, uh, exactly. And well, hopefully, maybe a couple of mates if they're around. But um, yeah, I've got, I've been trying to teach my daughter to surf since she was born, quite frankly. Um, and uh, last year, we actually had some success and progress. And we were in France. We managed to get a trip to France last year. Can you believe it? Wow. Um, and she caught her first unbroken green wave. And she was totally stoked. Um, and so since then, she's been frothing and trying to get in as much as possible. And uh, I gave her one of my older shortboards and she's riding that now. And yeah, so I'm hoping that will continue. And 20 years ahead, we'll be able to, you know, pedal out back, uh, feed a right. fat, catch a few waves together. Do you mind me asking, Andrea, how old's your daughter? Uh, she's 13. Fair play. Good age as well, because, you know, she'll, uh, she'll be, well, she's by 2040, she'll be, she'll be tearing it up more than you. Exactly. You know. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, man. Get on. Yeah. But Get I off. reckon that'd be a pretty cool thing. If you can surf with your daughter when you're re retired, then uh, you, that's a box ticked, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I'd be a dream come true, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. sort of going, going on that side of things. I'm trying to encourage it a little bit uh, more now. My, my daughter is, uh, is a lot younger and your children are uh, younger, um, still. younger still. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so, you know, I think we're a bit of a way off on that side. But she is keen, my daughter you know to get in the water a little bit you know we've been playing on the body ball a few times we've had we've had some monumental wipeouts they weren't all that big but in her head it obviously. is to them though isn't it yeah. that's the trick not to scare them senseless and uh you know what's like a one foot wave to us when they're in the water and up to their chest that's overhead you know yeah, <laughs> it's scary yeah, yeah. stuff um so yeah i i've always uh struggled a bit in trying to moderate what surf i take her out in because <laughs> quite frankly anything much bigger than two or three feet is giant for her so uh, you know sometimes i'm the same two or three foot you know, it's a bit, <laughs> you know when you when you can't really be fussed you know sort of like, oh, it's a bit, yeah. a bit achy maybe just uh, yeah. like the ultimate hangover cure isn't it getting in in, in sort of uh, march march and it's like two three foot slush just yeah. smashing on your head yeah it's the paddle, isn't it? It's if you have to have a long paddle, that's that's the one that's a killer. Yeah. yeah. You've got to catch something quick in those conditions. Yeah. You know, when you're hungover, you need to give yourself that kind of boost. Not too many duck dives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there has been like one or two occasions, probably more, where I've, I've got in and I've been in for about 10 minutes and I've just been like, no. <laughs> and just <got> out again. <laughs> so it's normally, normally when somebody, when your mates doesn't surf that much or whatever, they're like, oh yeah, you know, we'll have a stag do down in Yuki and we can get some surfing. You've been out like the night before and then you're like, right, I'm up for this. And everybody else is like, <laughs> just, yeah, splashes yeah. around for a while, cries and yeah. gets out. Yeah. 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 No, I've been in, I've been in a few of them, I have to say. So, um, so that's beautiful in fairness that you're taking your daughter and I can absolutely, you know, mirror that because I would love that. That would be an absolute dream come true for me. And, but I've also got that sort of re realism that, um, you know, they're quite young still, um, my, my son and my daughter. So, um, you know, they might not even, they might not get into surfing whatsoever. That might be what boring daddy does, you know, but yeah, it would be a dream, dream to get them standing up on a board with me, you know, just imagine you're in the water um, and you know, you're, and just, you know, as a bit of a surprise, someone paddles up to you. It could be anybody. Who would you like as your celebrity guest? Yeah, I did give this some thought and, uh, I did think they're going completely left field like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and I thought realistically, uh, <laughs> Stephanie Gilmore. Steph oh, good show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So. She's kind of like the Tom Curran of women's surfing, really. Yeah, isn't she? yeah, yeah. I mean, she's supremely talented, 
that slightly mysterious thing about her always a joy to watch and i mean yeah. her surfing is just a, yeah absolute silky and masterful and everything else so yeah I, and you know easy on the eyes but um <laughs> <laughs> but we are talking about 20 years ahead aren't we as well but, <laughs> but probably you know, still. she probably still will be you know yeah well yeah she, undoubtedly, yeah she's sure amazonian she's isn't she you know. she is really yeah she's yeah. Uh, yeah she's incredible so uh yeah if she paddled out and then um said hello and then hopefully it, and then Kermit rocks up, up as well. Yeah. And then Kermit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. That would be hell of a session, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. That'd be like mushrooms. You're on mushrooms or, or you know, something, something hallucinogen, you know, yeah, something on yeah. that side of things. But uh, no, that's a really good answer. I, you know, she is, she's a, she's unreal. She's got a style. Yes. Just does it. She has. It's just, yeah, and it's so comfortable. And she works with, well, I mean, none of this sort of whippy, whappy kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. It's just such grace. Fluid. Uh, with everything, yeah, it's, um, and I think she'd be an interesting person as well. So you're calling for mixed finals, eh? I mean, I, I, why <laughs> not? Why not? In a way, you know, so, just, you know, I, I, you know, like the WSL are going to go like, oh, Al said, you know, <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do listen, Al. I think in big wave surfing, it's definitely uh, a fair shout because you know they they rock it just as much as the lakes do, and uh, yeah. there's only so much you can do on waves like that. I think, mm. although. Um, you know, there are people that go a bit... Unless you're Kai Lenny, in which case... He's exactly. He's, he's, but he's a different... He's not man or woman, is he? He's, he's not he's entirely human, is no, he? No, he's not. Have you ever seen any of his um, actual, like, documentary stuff that he's done, like, where he's talking in the in the middle bit? Because he is really weird as a human. Well, but he's kind he's of... geeky and, like... Nerdy. I reckon he's, like, uh, the modern Aquaman, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he, he was... He swims away underwater to his home or something. Yeah, but he is. But yeah, he's incredible. He's actually just got like, gills. She's not as yeah. noticed. Yeah. For someone to be like, oh, well, what I'm going to do now is pull a backflip on this 90 foot wave, you know, yeah. or a 360, where everybody else is just holding on for dear life when they're riding yeah. that. You know, what goes through your head on that side of things? He's just got no risk level, I think, on that side. But it's, yeah. he, it's born out of, because he was a windsurfer, professional windsurfer to start with, wasn't he? That was his... That's right. Yeah, yeah just sort of surfing between you islands. See that in his style. Yeah, exactly. So I think maybe he's, you know, I don't know, maybe that's, uh, that's a little bit of it. He's used to that sort of speed, I guess, whereas the other guys of, you know, the, the surfers that have gone into big wave surfing have sort of progressed into, you know... Um, you know, maybe they were ex-competition surfers or, you know, maybe they were surfing, you know, 20 foot waves and now they're surfing 90 foot waves, but they sort of progress up to that sort of size, don't they? Whereas he was already going at that sort of pace on a, on a yeah. windsurf. So, of course, some know. of them were what, plumbers or electricians on the north coast of um, yeah. occasionally better lifeguarding. Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them and you just drop in and just smack the lip. Whoop! Drop down, snap, and then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. But he's just such a lovely guy. He genuinely is. Have you ever met Cotty? No, sadly not. But the heartthrob. Yeah. The heartthrob, that's it. UK yeah. heartthrob, yeah. Uh, Andrew Cotton. He is ju genuinely such a lovely guy, um, but he's also crazy nuts for what he does, you know, yeah. to ride those, those size waves. Um, and he's so matter-of-fact about it, but when you actually talk to him, um, you know, I've never got into real big sort of depths with him in terms of, you know, what it is that's wrong with him that makes him ride those <laughs> waves. Um, but, but the point being is that he, um, you know, but he's, 
he's like he's so regimented you know he's all the training that goes into it all the you know, very serious oh of course yeah. he does of course he does it's and that's the do up with a hangover is it let's face it <laughs> oh i've got an idea boys you know <laughs> something you convince yourself you can do when you're drunk for, for the yeah. <laughs> nazarite sorry nazarite yeah. yeah i can do this mate i can do it yeah yeah no that, that's a stag do isn't it nazarite. yeah hold my beer while i have that <laughs> <laughs> nazarite hangover um but yeah no it's um it's incredible. It's incredible what these guys can do. And, um, but yeah, but yeah, I have to say, Cotty, if you get a chance to, to listen to one of his talks or something along those sort of lines, you know, he's, he's literally riding mountains, but he's such a, he's such a clever guy and obviously an incredible athlete as well. But, um, but yeah, crazy nuts. Something, there's something got to be wrong with him to, to ride those sort of ways with, with them all in fairness, you know, I like, agree. yeah, yeah. Cause, um, cause yeah, you wouldn't catch me dead. Well, no, sorry, you would, you would see me dead. <laughs> that's, that's the only way you would catch you. Yeah. See me dead. You would pull me out dead yeah. out of that way. Floating face down in the water. Yeah. yeah. But like, um, when Cotty broke his back, you know, he, um, he was straight away, he turned around and said, uh, you know, I zigged when I should have zagged. He sort of put his hand up and said he knew exactly what he'd done wrong, and and it was kind of a quarter of a second decision to make. And it was as soon as he did it, he knew it was the wrong decision way before the wave was sort Can of you breaking. That when Very. you, you know, that split second where you know you made the wrong decision and you know how much it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It looked it looked like a. If you, if you see the footage, you know, maybe we'll put something up on on the comments on this at some point. But if you see the footage, he flies through the air like thirty foot. Um, seen, and yeah. you know, but he's. I, I did ask him a while back. I was like, "So have you seen that footage? Have you, you know, have you, um, have you watched it back?" And he's he has watched it a few times. I think. I don't think it's something that he, he keeps going back to. <laughs> but, Just so, watch yeah. it when people like you rock up. Yeah. Watch this, mate. Watch, watch it. Have, have, have you seen what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. We have been in the sea, and whilst we've been in the sea with um, your daughter and Kermit the Frog, Kermit the Frog. Um, we've uh, we've ha noticed that there's um, uh, been a someone with a, uh, a camera on their head and there's also a camera on the beach and we've got out and this person said to us hey we've uh, we filmed all your stuff and we're going to turn it into a surf movie we want you to provide us with the soundtrack what's the soundtrack <laughs> If it's, if it's footage of me, it should be something like Benny Hill or something. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but in, if I was surfing like in my dream way, uh, I used to love the old Billabong movies, you know, where they had sort of random um, trips like Bunyip Dreaming, where they'd have uh, Yothu Yindi and Celibate Rifles and all those sort of bands. I used nice. to love those. So something like that would be awesome. But yeah. uh, I'm also a bit of a jazz fan and um, I've been listening to a lot of Ernest Wrangling there's this uh, album called uh, Below the Baseline and it's just a mixture of dub and jazz and I reckon it'll go nice. well on a surf soundtrack. I um, like a bit of jazz. I'll, I'll write that down. I'm right right, Ernest Sorry. Wranglin's Below the Baseline. I highly recommend it. You're the first person to say jazz, I think. Jazz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, there's probably a good reason for that. It probably doesn't going to work at all, but um, yeah. Once is a mistake, twice is jazz. That's what my guitar teacher used to say. Brilliant. Once Brilliant. Is a mistake, I like it. Twice is jazz. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't understand what that up. means. Just do it again and, and call it atonal jazz and you'll be alright. The name of your sex tape. That's, that's jazz in my cup fans. Jazz in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> the name of my, my badly received just, jazz album. Yeah. What's the apres surf? What's for after surf? Is, is it 20 bags of Monster Munch and as many alcohol-free beers as you can take? Or um, are we going a little bit different? Yeah, if I'd thought of that, I would have gone for it. Um, but no, I'm ill-prepared, sadly. It's definitely going to be, well, it's after a sunset session, of course, so we're going to have beach fire, Nice. I will have brought some cold beers, but um, there might be a, a low percentage on those. And uh, maybe a few flambéed sausages, you know? Nice. Snag on the barbie, mate. That's proper, nice. proper UK barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Say, sort of like um, burnt on the outside, cold on the inside. Exactly. Oh. You've got it. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally with a bit of crunchy sand on it as well, because yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. can't oh, do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that is that. That's brilliant, isn't it? That's why you burn the outside when you have beach barbecues. So you're not sure if it's sand or just really burnt <laughs> flesh, and then it doesn't yeah. have so much if there's sand. Yeah. Nice. No, and then I, if it I, is a low alcohol beer with no flavour, you can dip your sausage in it. <laughs> 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 Give it a swirl around, and then win-win. Oh man, that's awesome. So yeah, so I mean, um, that's us really. That's the that's the the sort of whole of the perfect sessions. If I'm being honest with you, Andrew. That's all the questions sort of covered. Um, so, you know, that's super exciting. So thank you yeah. so much for for joining us and getting stuck into um, to this. It's been fun. We're in. Yeah, we're in. I, I hope she would have enjoyed it as well. But uh, yeah, and it's, well, sounds, it sounds like a nice trip. I'm, I'm all up for it. I hope it's going to happen. And uh, Yeah, well, let's, let's make it happen. Let's uh, see if we can score some money off someone and, uh, yeah, and part do all these things. Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about um, a few people have sort of mentioned as well. We want to sort of see if we can do a couple of events, you know, because there's, there's we've got a big load of our community down in Devon and Cornwall. Um, and it would be nice to get people together when we can. Um, but then, you know, we've got a load of people through South Wales as well. So we might do like um, a bit of a tour or something like that. Something that's low cost, you know. That'd we get people fight, together yeah. for a bit of a barbecue just get... and just keep it really simple, yeah. you know. Yeah, get some knackered old van. Exactly, yeah. Just buy a shitty van that we expect to really last a week. Yeah. But suddenly that turns into like a bit of a Top Gear sort of documentary, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Can we get this yeah. van around the UK? You know, we managed to, we, we, um, was it Thurzo Top? We managed to get, we got to Thurzo and that was it. That was our first gig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's the rest of the day entail for you? And I'm actually going to catch up with my brother who lives in Exeter. Nice. Um, we stop we meet halfway uh from where we live and have you ever been to the high woman inn uh, yes Which, yeah that, definitely the up. weirdest pub that i've ever been to and is I've it been like it's a bit themey isn't it it's like a it's like a high woman so uh robin hood not robin hood um like Dick Sandin. Sandin. that's the one yeah, yeah. and there. <laughs> The whole place is just properly weird. Yeah, because um, I seem to remember there's like almost like waxwork, like fiberglass. Is yeah. it that place? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 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 pretty trippy. <laughs> so uh, that's where we like to meet. <laughs> that was Andrew, who is surferdad.co.uk. What a legend! Thank you so much to him. Um, it really got stuck in, just a genuinely lovely bloke. And 
Uh, we're hoping to go for a beer with everybody on this side of things. Everybody we've met so far has been lovely. Uh, we can't wax lyrical about them enough. And they've just got the vibe for it. And they've had just loads and loads of fun. Anyway, if you want to be uh, a part of the virtual pub and join us to do your perfect sessions, do get in touch. Uh, you can go through the website, agingsurfer.co.uk, or find us on Facebook, at uh, Aging Surfer, or Instagram, at Aging Surfer. Um, or you could send us some letters, or maybe a pigeon, or maybe smoke signals. Um, you could try that, but that's not really good for the planet these days. So, um, so maybe vape signals. Let's try something along those sort of lines. Anyway, I hope you all have a lovely rest of the week, or start of the week, or weekend, whenever you get this. And uh, we will catch up with you soon. Bye!